Now, without any further ado, let me welcome our guest today, the amazing Steve Gorkaraja. Coming up, Steve, give him a round of applause as he comes up. Thank you very much. Oh, it's a pleasure and to have to you. to see you all. Now, if you didn't know, Steve has been a friend of LCF for, oh, how many years now? <laughs> Gosh, at least 20, probably more, probably more than that. I, I know I don't look old enough, but I have been a friend of LCF for... It's okay, it's been a difficult year, Steve. Yeah, it's been, I know, it's the, as I've aged during the year, clearly. A long, long time. So, Steve, obviously we're in the middle of this Mission May campaign. Tell us a little bit about yourself, for those who don't know you, and the charity that you lead. Uh, I'm uh, leading a charity called Clarion Trust, which is a mission agency that works in this country with leaders, uh, which is the main focus, uh, equipping leaders for mission and evangelism. But it's not quite as simple as it sounds because... It's dealing with leaders, some of whom aren't even Christians yet, but they're leaders in government or leaders in medicine or education, in different spheres of society, trying to say to them, the Bible remains relevant, the Bible remains true, and if we're going to be good leaders in whatever sphere, we need to take the Bible seriously. And then overseas, uh, it's working again with some government leaders and some church leaders to equip nations and cities uh, to be God's people and to be bold. Uh, Romans 1.16 is a verse which energizes our mission. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And what does that mean? And how do we um, affect leaders in so many different ways around the world? I've done that mostly by Zoom in the last 12 months, obviously. Um, but uh, things are beginning to open up now. And certainly this summer and autumn looks like um, I'll have opportunities to do that again. That's amazing. I think when you think of mission, certainly when I think of mission, we often think of helping people less fortunate than ourselves. But yours is almost upside down. You help sort of yeah. top government leaders, people in politics all around the world. Indeed. In, in some of you will know the ministry of uh, Fiona Castle, who was married to the entertainer Roy Castle for uh, many years before he passed away. She said to me once, uh, Steve, many people have a ministry to the down and outs and you have a ministry to the up and in. Um, which is not 100% true, uh, but certainly my role is definitely focused on leadership and equipping leaders, church leaders uh, sometimes, but leaders to equip their people to be just these great agents of God and ambassadors uh, for Christ. So yes, it's definitely uh, at leadership level. That's brilliant. So obviously this past 14 months has been ridiculous and you've just mentioned a lot of your oh, meetings gosh. being happening on zoom but yeah. i wonder if i can ask you how have you seen jesus work in your ministry maybe even in your life this past 14 months that would be different to business as usual I, I think that the Lord has enabled me to uh, be dragged reluctantly into the 21st century because I'm um, uh, not as young as your pastor, who is obviously naturally connected with the cyber world. I've had to engage it much more fully, and I felt the Lord really um, enabling me, I can say filling me with his spirit to, to be that different person, not different in essence, but different seals. So in 2019, uh, before all this happened, in the whole year, I recorded 11 video pieces to camera in the year. In the last 12 months, I've recorded 300. So just so you see the huge change that's come about in ministry terms. And so I've seen God work through a screen uh, through a, a projection that goes around the world in ways that are just uh, amazing. And one example of seeing God at work, um, a couple of years ago, 18 months ago, I recorded uh, 
a film series called God's Amazing Book, uh, which is an introduction to the Bible, seven sessions on the Bible. And uh, I just heard, uh, just this last week or two, that it's now been viewed by just short of a million people worldwide uh, in uh, 40 different nations around the world, uh, translated now into something like 60 different languages. So I just thank God for the fact that this technology makes mission and equipping possible. I've seen God work in ways I never expected to work. If you'd have asked me a year or so ago, um, do you think God can use the internet? I'd said, yes, of course, but not me on it. Somebody younger, somebody more tech savvy, somebody who uses the language uh, without having to work out what they're talking about half the time. And so God's been just so good uh, in equipping and releasing that. So thank God for the internet and for the way that Zoom and Microsoft Teams and lots of other things have enabled the gospel. That's amazing. Obviously, we read that little um, that passage. Yeah, you can clap. I mean, a million people. Come yeah. on, that's amazing. That passage in Act 2, it, it places heavy em- emphasis on being in one place. Indeed. But of course, the internet allows us to be in one place, being in many places all at once. So the <laughs> people not just tuning in from Luton, but further afield, but we're still in one place, connected together. Absolutely. And that, that, that's the challenge, really. I think that the Church of Jesus is going to be uh, placed in the next year, while restrictions of God willing lift, it's going to be uh, using... Uh, electronic means far more than ever before and and that's really fantastic but it's important for the body of Christ not just to be on the zoom but in the room Uh, and without that physicality we'll be missing so much so it's crucial to get the balance between using every bit of the technological genius that God has allowed to be created to use that but never neglect that we need to be with each other Uh, in the room and celebrate the physical presence of one another as well so I think that going forward it's going to be both and uh, not a reversion just to meeting but both those things that's brilliant so obviously we hear a little snippet there of of what you're doing with Clarion but if people were interested and want to find out more where's the best place to do that Uh, you could go online at uh, uh, just google Clarion Trust or clariontrust.org.uk is our, our web address You're very welcome to look at anything there because quite a bit of my work is in countries where Christian faith is not particularly welcomed. There's a a paucity of information on countries like uh, Myanmar, in which I'm heavily involved and and has been tragic recently, China, uh, uh, many of the Islamic nations and so on. So there's quite... there's what appears to be relatively limited information. And the reason for that is I'm having to fly under the radar in lots of those settings. But Clarion Trust is the name of the organisation. You Google that, there'll be information there. And access to a new course I'm just filming at the moment, actually, uh, called Post-Covid Church, which is for small groups uh, this autumn uh, to say, in these eight ways, we need to reassess what God has said and what God is saying. And the course looks at gathering, it looks at reimagining mission, it looks at dealing with lockdown loss and a whole range of other issues. So I'm right in the middle of filming that and in the end, if you wanted to access it or church wanted to, you could access it through the website. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Steve. And we're really looking forward to hearing from you in just a moment.